live from the capital of Raider Nation, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's Silver and Black Today, your daily dose of all things Las Vegas Raiders football. News, views, guests, and your phone calls are all part of the game plan. There's only one nation, and it listens here. Now your host, Scott Colbranson. All right, it is a Friday. Are you feeling the Friday, Raider Nation? Are you ready for the weekend? For all of you, Raider Nation, in Texas and other parts of the country where it is so cold, listen, we're thinking of you. I will not, again, I put a moratorium on giving weather reports from here in Vegas because I don't want to rub it in, and it's not the time to do that because uh, Raider Nation is one nation, and for all of you out there going through all of that, including our man Q Myers down in Texas, who I was texting with earlier, and he's finally got power back at his house. And him and his wife can finally live at home. They've been living in the radio station. And uh, I know so many stories down there. And let's just hope that everybody gets that. But I know there's a big cold front and storm moving through the Midwest, the East Coast, all of that stuff. So if you're listening to us there, please stay careful or be careful and stay safe. Again, Silver and Black today, always powered by our good friends Sam and Ash, the injury attorney, 702-820-1234, because you deserve what's right. My good friend Sam and Ash, we appreciate them sponsoring the show as always. A lot to get to today. I mean, we're starting to see a lot of movement in the NFL. The cap hits are coming. And there's some guys out there. I already see Raider Nation tweeting, <laughs> tweeting about some of these guys that are hitting the waiver wire. So we'll talk about that. The thing we're going to concentrate on today is starting at 3 o'clock. And uh, our good friend Vinny Bonsignor, our colleague here at Raider Nation Radio, talked about yesterday at the end of the show, too, is the salary cap. We now know the floor is $180 million. What does that mean? We know the Raiders approximately uh, between 13 and $21 million, uh, over, depending on how you look at it. It's, it's really closer to 13 I believe. But we're going to look at that, and we're going to talk to Eric Edholm from Yahoo Sports He's going to explain it to us. So he's going to give us the whole lowdown. I self-admitted I am not a capologist. I am not all into the cap. I'm trying to understand. More than that, I'm trying to make sure that you guys have a sense for where it's at, not just for the Raiders, but for the league overall. And then, of course, we'll talk to Eric as well about uh, about the Raiders specifically. Um, but we'll also talk about those players that are out there. Is anybody out there that hit the waiver wire today that you think would be a good fit with the Raiders? There's also the report now that we heard that the Colts were really serious about Derek Carr, and the Raiders basically gave him the hand. They said, no, no, we're not trading Derek Carr. So... I think for those of you who want to move on from Derek Carr, because there is that segment of the fan base, it's not represented here on the show per se, but I will tell you, uh, it's not going to happen. And and I tend to agree with those people out there who say, look, Derek Carr is not the problem. He's a top 10 quarterback. And even if he's not your favorite quarterback, uh, I think uh, what he's been done and the fact that the Colts, who have a, a really good organization and a very good team that are, that are very close to, I think, competing again for a championship on the AFC side, they, uh, they wanted Derek Carr. What does that tell you? The, are you going to tell me that the young GM, one of the brightest young GMs in the league, is dumb because he wanted Derek Carr? Well, uh, I think he knows a little more about football than we do. So interesting story as well on that. Um, Co-hosting with me today is my engineer and producer back in the studio, and that is Damon Cotton. Damon, what's going on on your Friday, man? You ready for the weekend? Are you, are you wrestling this weekend? Do you have to work this weekend? What do you got going? 
Uh, a bit of a bummer. There is a show this weekend, but I am not on the card, unfortunately. You know, oh, gotta save, the, gotta save this greatness. You know, hey, <laughs> gotta make scarcity work. sometimes yeah. is good, though, man. Yeah, gotta make the people want more. You know, it's like, hey, we seen them. You know, last week. We're, we're no, nope, 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 nope. Gotta wait. <laughs> that that's true. So uh, Demond will be with us uh, throughout the show. We'll we'll get him involved in the conversation. Also, I just want to uh, real quickly at the top of the show um, make an announcement uh, and and let you know because I the one thing that I am so grateful and feel blessed about is the fact that this show and its listeners, how, how well you guys have taken to the show and listen, some people like certain shows, some people don't like it. Um, but I have been so fortunate with you guys and the callers and the folks who read our website, silverandblacktoday.com, uh, watch our videos when we do our live YouTube streams. A lot of you have been with us from the very beginning when we used to do a podcast only. We did a podcast from a local cigar lounge. We did it from local bars here in town first. We won the best podcast for 2018 from the uh, Nevada Press Association, beating out the RJ and some of the other folks who do sports podcasts here in the state of Nevada through the official press association. So we started very small. You know, we started like a lot of folks out there who do podcasts and, and kind of grow an audience. And this audience has been so good to us and, and we appreciate it. Uh, but I had to make an announcement today. And that is that uh, after next week, uh, Friday, the 26th is going to be our last show here on Raider nation radio, silver and black today will be no more. And that's primarily because of me uh, and to, to be frank and, and, and I'm a very private person, but I will tell you that I got some health issues I got to deal with. And so I need to focus on family. I need to focus on health. The other, thing too is I don't know that most people realize this and it is what it is. There's a lot of people out there who work their tails off, work multiple jobs to support their families. Um, this is not my main job. I have a regular full-time job as well and I do all of the Raider stuff, all the Silver and Black Today website um, and videos and all that stuff is, a, is like a second job for me. It's a job. It's a passion. It's a business I started back in 2017. Uh, but, but for me, it's a second deal. So, uh, with, with some health issues and a surgery I have to have in a couple weeks, um, I got to step aside and it's, it's very hard. It's not easy to do because mostly because of you guys. I mean, it's, it, some people get into radio for ego. I, I love the interaction. I've learned so much. Remember, even though some, some haters out there like to use it against me, which is funny, uh, I grew up a Charger fan. I grew up hating the Raiders. I've never hid that. I've always talked about it since the very beginning of this radio show. But nonetheless, um, I, when the Raiders came to Las Vegas, when they were officially approved to move, I started the website. Because my wife was born and raised in Las Vegas. I have children born in Las Vegas. This is our home. We are Nevadans. Uh, my wife has massive amounts of family here in Nevada since 1960. And so when the Raiders came to Las Vegas, yeah, it was a business opportunity. But also, um, since I long f sent in my Charger fan card and was done with the, with the franchise, I became just a football fan. Um, I wanted to get behind the home team. And so that's how this all started. So it's hard for me to walk away from it, especially when you're on the flagship station of one of the greatest franchises that has ever existed in all professional sports, the Raiders. Uh, but I will tell you, you know, you got to do what's right for you and your family, number one. 
And as much as it hurts to walk away from it, um, uh, I walk away from it very proud, uh, not only because of the work that I put in, but the work of everyone who's been involved with the brand since its inception, uh, including um, Q, who was part of this show. And unfortunately, because his show got rescheduled in Texas, he could no longer be on live with us all the time. I try to keep him involved as much as we could. Um, and and we'll do that continually with Silver and Black today as long as he's interested. Uh, but but uh, I mean, you name it, everybody there too, starting with uh, Kyle Engelhart, who is our, our uh, program director here at Lotus as well, who's moving on as well. But he, he brought me in. You know, I had the show over on a different station uh, from, on the CBS station here in Las Vegas, and, which is owned by Intercom. Dan Kearney over there gave me my shot to get a radio show again here in Las Vegas several years ago uh, and saw the foresight of covering the Raiders two years before they moved here. And Paul Eihander, my old program director over there, those guys both gave me an incredible opportunity that led me to Kyle and to Natalie Marshall who's the GM of Lotus Broadcasting. So, so I'm very fortunate. It, it was a lot of hard work. You know, it was a second job, um, no days off, a lot of time away from my family. Even when I was home, I was working on stuff. And so from that perspective, it, it's hard to walk away. But when, you, when you're proud of something and, and you feel like you, you did your best and you continue to do that, then it's all good, you know. So, so I, I'm, 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 I'm bummed that I got to give up this radio show for right now. That does not mean I can't come back at some point. Uh, but as you guys know, and I, I've said it all along, and I say it all the time uh, personally to friends and family, which is, you know, without your health, you don't have anything. So I got to take care of those issues. And uh, I'd love for you to keep me in your thoughts and prayers when it comes, excuse me, to my surgery uh, the first week of March. Uh, hopefully that all works out perfectly and I can start to to move on and start to uh, get better on those fronts. But, but I, you know, otherwise though, I'll tell you, I am a positive thinker and um, I am a fighter and uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not too concerned. I, I, I have a strong faith and I have a strong family. I have a, a wife, my wife, Ellie, my kids, five kids who love me. And uh, that's really what matters. Uh, and, but all of you guys have been so amazing and we're not done yet. I mean, we got we got the rest of of today, and then I got all the next week, uh, and I'll do my last show here on Friday. So it's good. But I have to tell you, I leave Lotus too. I mean, amazing opportunity they gave me. Uh, that door is open. There's no there's no issues with Lotus. We're doing awesome. Natalie and Kyle have been so supportive. Uh, my colleagues Vinny here, as well as JT the Brick, uh, have been amazing to me uh, throughout my stay here. I've learned so much from JT. He's been just an ultimate pro. I know you guys know JT for a long time. So it's been great. And, and all of the folks here at Raider Nation Radio, um, including Damon, including Chris Chapman, who does our show most of the time, uh, have been awesome. And, and, and they are responsible just as much as I am for putting the stuff on the radio. And, and you, can't, uh, you can't forget those guys. And I thank them. And by the way, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I still have the website we have really young, gifted writers uh, from Mo Moten to Nick Cothrell to, to Noah Strang, um, uh, Phil Robinson III, uh, who you guys are familiar with. We, we have a lot going on there, and so we'll do that. We'll continue a podcast as well. I might take a couple of weeks off here, uh, but as, as free agency starts to heat up and the draft starts to roll around, we'll be producing a lot of content. Also, allow me some more time to do the live video, which I also really love because I love that interaction that we're constantly doing on the YouTube videos. Um, 
Um, and that's going to be something that will continue to go. So I'm not, I'm not leaving silver and black today uh, for dead. It's going to be there. Uh, I just got to take care of the health and get everything right there and go. It's just the rigors of a daily radio show in addition to a full-time gig uh, in marketing and communications, which is what I do on a daily basis, uh, is just what I got to do. So that's that's it. But I wanted to tell you guys um, as, as far in advance as I could, just so you know what happens uh, and what's going on out there. But, um, you know, I ask that you respect my privacy. But uh, all I'll tell you is it's health-related, and I'm going to knock it out. I'm going to take care of it, and we will move on. So it's all good. But uh, we'll have uh, we'll have a lot of fun here in the next week doing all that stuff. So we're going to move on to the show now and uh, just want to get back into the football. All right. We already got callers, so I'm going to go out on the phone, too. I want to hear, too, what you guys think about these free agents. Now, Deshaun Jackson cut by the Eagles today. I'm hearing and seeing a lot of folks. I'm not a fan of Deshaun Jackson coming to the Raiders, but I'm seeing a lot of people using good arguments on why he might be a good pickup. So I want to hear what you guys think uh, about that. Also, another interesting cut today was Trey Boston. Uh, the safety for the Panthers. The Raiders have a need at safety. Uh, is that a guy you'd consider? So we'll get your opinion and we'll find out what you guys think. Okay, we're going right on the phone. Yosemite Raider, not to be confused with Yosemite Sam. It's Yosemite Raider. You're on Silver and Black today with Damon and Scott. What's going on, man? Hey, Scott. Um, yeah, this is Yosemite Raider. My first time calling in, but I've been listening to you for a few months now. I really enjoy like, your takes on the Raiders. I've been a Raider fan since I was like five years old, watching them in the Super Bowl against the Redskins. Um, yeah, I just want to wish you luck, man. Sorry to hear that you're not going to be on the radio anymore, but um, really enjoyed listening to you. And, um, Appreciate that. I guess, yeah, um I spent time out in Vegas, too. My parents used to live in Henderson, and I climbed at the Red Rocks a lot and really enjoy that area. So I was psyched to see the Raiders go there instead of somewhere else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, yeah, for the free agents, I was psyched to see uh, David Irvin signed again. Cause I, like, yeah. I, I belong to the Athletic. I'm a subscription there, and I like put a message in for those guys, like, wondering few months ago like what was going to happen with like Tack McKinley and Vic Beasley and David Irving I'm glad to see that first domino fall I just don't think, think they'd bring in people like that without like you know watching them and probably signing them again so what do you think about like Tack McKinley maybe Vic Beasley coming back and I don't know yeah, you know, it's a good question, Yosemite Radio, and and I appreciate it, man. And and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go off the radio, but uh, the, make sure if you've already subscribed to the podcast feed of the radio, um, we'll have podcasts too. So I'll continue to do that, and with with the guys from the site and guys you hear a lot here on the radio as well. So thank you for your your support, man. We appreciate you being here. Um, so so I think on David Irving, I said it yesterday too. I think, uh, listen, there's a lot of upside there. The guy's 27 years old. Of course, he missed a year because he sat out due to to basically marijuana. Right. Because now he knew the CBA was coming and they were going to change that. And so they're not testing for it anymore. And and I believe for him, it was it was therapeutic. It was used for injuries and some other things that he had going personally. And so I like that signing a lot because, listen, he didn't play a lot last year. Clearly, I think he suited up two games, uh, but he was he was away from football for a year. So I didn't expect him to do a lot last year, but I thought it was a sneaky good signing. And the fact that they have just one 
returning defensive tackle, interior defensive lineman, and that's Maurice Hurst, to sign David Irving made all the sense in the world because the guy the guy played really well in Dallas before all that happened, and so you got to give him a chance, and I'm sure it's a very team-friendly deal. As far as McKinley and Beasley, I, I think those are guys that, that are not going to cost you a lot of money, and if they can bring them back and the dollar's right, you should. Why not? Bring some guys in who want to prove that they can still play. Those Both those guys have had talented uh, pass and, and have had good years. You know, they fall off in certain ways but you know the change of scenery being now the second year in las vegas with gus bradley with a new scheme a simpler scheme that i think players are going to adapt to very quickly i think i think those two guys coming back would be a good thing because as we're going to talk about later at three o'clock with eric uh at home from from yahoo the the um the whatchamacallit oh, what am i I, I blanked them on uh, the salary cap. Okay. You can't go out and sign all big name free agents, right? You got to have guys like that, that you're going to bring in that you hope you can uh, scout and that you can strike some gold on. So, so I'd like to see those two guys come back just to see what they have. Uh, it's not going to cost you a lot. And if they don't make it, they don't make it. But uh, I think they got to bring some bodies in on the defensive line for sure. All right, we go right back on the phone lines. It's Raider 27 Raider 27. You're on with Scott and Demond here on silver and black today. Scott, dude. Hey, man. You're, we just got you trained. We just got you broke in, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. No, I'm not going anywhere, though. I mean, I won't be on the radio every day, uh, but I just got to take care of this stuff. And, you, and you'll see me. I know you subscribe to the podcast, so you'll 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 hear from me, and we'll have videos and stuff like that, so we'll talk to you. Good, man. I, I had something I was going to talk to, but, man, I don't, it's like um, – it's like I'm going to be missing a, a member of the family. Oh man, that you means know, a lot become, to me. I appreciate you that. Become important to me, and 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 I followed your show from the beginning, and I'm sure the whole gang is just blown away. But you know what? I'll I'll keep you in my prayers every day. And um, as far as free agents go, I haven't been on Twitter very much this morning, so I actually have been watching um, Chargers defense all uh-huh. morning, and. I, um, one thing I know, I was concerned about the way the cornerbacks cover. I didn't really understand the bump and, and what do they call that? Bump and, and bounce or something like that. Bump mm-hmm. and bail. You know, but if, if their wide receiver runs a deep route, you can't tell that he's not, they're not covering man to man because they just stay on the guy. Right. You know, and, and if he runs a curl, they place the line and and the safety right where that pattern is going to end up. They, you know, they they through film study they they position the zone players right where that route's going to be. So it's kind of amazing to see how that works. One thing I did notice that is that you have to be very disciplined as a defense because if one guy doesn't do what he's supposed to do, it's a big play. Yeah, you know, you're right. So, and- and that's why I think, and you bring up a great point there. I really think that um, the the system, like you said, the system is easier, but at the same time, it's easier from from a play call perspective, right? There's not the problem we heard with Paul Gunther's defense was that there were so many different play calls that these guys were just, you know, you'd be in a game in the middle of the season and he'd make a play call that you hadn't run since preseason, right? And so that that confused the hell out of them. Now that goes away, but you're right, tech from a technical standpoint in Gus. Bradley's system, you've got to be really, you cannot, it's the same thing. You can't miss a 
time is you got to stay where you're supposed to be. You got to be on uh, on top of where the play is going. And so, but but I, I think that that's where this system will truly tell us where these young bucks are. Like when you look at a Trayvon Mullen or a Damon Arnett or a Jonathan Abram, you'll and, and Corey Littleton, who I think will play very very good in this system, is they'll they'll now will now understand if the fit is right and if those guys are going to be able to do it. And I think they will. I have I have the utmost confidence that uh, with the coaching change, with the addition to, of some talent on the defensive side of the ball, that you'll see a vast improvement on the defensive side. Yep, I agree, Scott. I'll let you go, man. I'll be in touch. I'll, I'll call next week, and, and I'm sure they'll never replace you, but there'll be someone adequate that'll keep us busy. Oh yeah, no. I mean, listen, the the folks here at Lotus, um, this is a great station, and you guys deserve uh, the best the best possible shows that you can get and i'm sure they'll find somebody to slot in here that will be great and i know i'll be listening as well so we'll do that we'll talk to you next week man and thank you again for all the for all the the sentiment i appreciate that all right i'll be in touch next week Bye, all right thanks there you go raider 27 all right yeah, we go right back on the phone lines something. go ahead damon every time somebody brings up you know just like something like oh trying to be all sentimental about your leave and i just want to play like a funny drop or something because i'm trying to lighten the mood man you know it's like <laughs> you know yeah and, and and no and it should it should be a light mood we're talking about football yeah. right and 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 i'm gonna be okay you know i mean listen i gotta deal with it that's all and we we all have we all have bumps in the road in life man and and, and like you have to you have to handle those um with grace and with positivity right when I had back in 2005 I was diagnosed with malignant melanoma I had cancer now most people think oh it's skin cancer but malignant melanoma is the most serious cancer it was in it was in my ear of all places and I remember going to the doctor and the doctor's like listen if it's if it's not in your lymph nodes then um, you got the five-year survival rates like 75 percent I'm like oh cool he's like but if it's in your lymph nodes it's less than 50 percent (laughs) <laughs> right. And so and I remember thinking, I said, OK, well, then I'm just focused on it. The fact that it's not in my lymph nodes. And, and thank God it wasn't. And so my my surgery and treatment for for that cancer was was fast, you know, and it was it was tough. Uh, but I learned at that lesson. And at the time, I only had two kids. I didn't have the five uh, and I was much younger. But I'll tell you, I learned from that, that no matter what happens to you in life, it's all 90 percent of the battle is mental. Right. And so if it doesn't matter what it is, I don't care if it's you're having trouble in a relationship or you're having trouble with addiction or you're having trouble uh, at work, you know, or with your career, you're out of work. And, and there's so many people impacted by that right now with covid is is it's hard. Some days are hard. Don't get me wrong. We all have bad days. But if you can mentally get to a place where you get that negative talk track out of your mind it makes such a big difference, and that's how you beat things. That's how you win, uh, and so that's what I that's what I live by. All right, we're going back out on the phone lines, and our good friend Just Win Wendy. What's going on, Wendy? Hey, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. You know, hey, I'm 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 upright and breathing, happy, and yeah, uh, I'm talking Friday. to you, so I'm great. Yeah, happy Friday, and you could just be like, it's another you know football related surgery. <laughs> or as they say it's in hockey, you know, you could call it an upper body or lower body injury. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's right. all they give you. Yeah. That's all the detail they give you. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, you know, it's it's the time. It's February and March. That's when everybody goes out. So we'll That's right. be looking for you, and we will not forget where you are. And <laughs> Silver and Black today lives in my, um, you know, in my Raider room. 
And so, yeah, no problem. So let's talk about free agents. Um, let's do. Yeah. So one of the things I was going to ask, and I, I, uh, I don't understand all of the salary cap stuff. I have been studying it for a few years, but as far as this year, I heard some people say we don't have a lot of money right now. But I was looking at um, Deshaun Jackson, and he's 34. I mean, I don't, I don't really want somebody that's going to be gone in a year. I really would like somebody that's going to stay for three or four years, mm-hmm. you know, because Derek, he gets he gets a rapport with somebody, a uh, receiver, and that's what you want is you want them to have that year after year. So I'm still hoping that Nellie is going to come back or that they're going to be able to pay him what he needs. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing. It's all going to come down to dollars and other decisions you make, yeah. right? Just just like just like, like in life, I always say this too to my kids, which is everything's about trade-offs. So <laughs> so you're going to have to decide, okay, what what is it that you're going to do uh, in order to get to the salary cap? Because we know. Right. The salary cap is at, at, like I said, the floor is 180 million. Yeah. Right now, you look at the Raiders uh, and they're over, right? But that's that. When you say they're over, that includes guys I think are going to be gone. Uh, that right. includes that includes Trent Brown at 14 million, right there. There's 14 yeah, we million. Hope, we hope you know that Trent is happy wherever he goes, and I hope it's not in the silver and black. But that's person. That's my personal <laughs> opinion. But I'm well, really and and I know there was a lot cool. made yesterday. I try not to read too much into social media posts from players because yeah. um, they're yeah. always doing stuff. But the Trent Brown one yesterday was pretty pretty significant in in saying that it's about the name on the back of the jersey. So maybe that's imminent. But you look at Brown and Williams, who we already know they're cutting, and that's twenty five million there. Then Mar- uh, Marcus Joiner's another eleven. That's twenty six million. Uh, then Marcus Mariota's another uh, uh, almost eleven million. So now you're up to thirty some. So you're going to get below, but you got to get below that cap and. And to get to the cap is one thing, but then to get below it uh, is yeah. the key because you have to have money to sign those free agents and your draft right. picks. And I heard that Korkowski and Littleton are both coming back, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm really glad for that because they have had one year to kind of get used to Gruden, and now they can, you know, they can shine with Gus Bradley, hopefully, because. They certainly didn't. They did look confused. And I heard you saying yesterday, or somebody saying yesterday. I think it was, um, I think it was Vic, that was saying. You know, they would they would start out in one. They looked like they were in the wrong progressions. You know, like yeah. the same guys in defense were doing two different plays, and they out on the field. They all look confused. You know, so yeah, they anyway, do. I'm really glad those two guys are coming back. Yeah, no. And, and, and that's the thing is if you look at and you're going to see this happen really over the next seven days, we saw a big dump today, obviously, with Deshaun Jackson. And I talked about Trey Boston, the, the safety out of Carolina, who became expendable with Jeremy Chin having such a good rookie year. Yeah. But you, you look at the Raiders at 13 over um, and and they got to make t- every team in the league. Wendy's going to have to make these really tough choices. And I know a lot of Raider fans are focusing on two or three guys, but I'm I'm telling you, pe- people like J- uh, Jalen Rashard. Are, are probably going to be cap victims oh, too, guys. Too guys that Raider fans really like because they're good guys and they've they've yeah. served the silver and black well. Uh, it's yeah. just this is the this is the point where it's tough being a fan because it's a business. But you got to hope that the decisions they make frees up enough money so they can go get what they need to get better yeah. on their defense. I hardly ever buy a I hardly ever buy a jersey if a guy comes for one year. I wait until they're there for two plus. 
Mm. You know, it's like yeah. if they're there, there for two <laughs> years and then maybe three, then I'll buy a jersey. It's so funny, but you know, yeah, that's why no doubt I, about it. I have a Darren Waller jersey for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> you got it for well, so many got, reasons. Yeah, and um, you know, we'll be thinking about you, and I'll tune in next week too. Yes, please do, and I'm sure I'll see you. We'll be we'll once I recover uh, from surgery and all that. We'll get uh, we'll get back on the video and stuff. And I always love when you pop in the video, so I know we'll hear from you down the line. Great. All, All right. right, Wendy, take care of yourself. There you go. Just Thank win, you. Wendy, uh, who who I had some some alcoholic beverages with in London a couple of years ago. It's good times. Uh, all right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, Damon and I will continue on with Silver and Black today. Tell me what you guys think of some of these free agents. What about Trey Boston at safety? Is there any interest in Trey Boston? Do you think he could be a fit for the Raiders? He's a free safety, I understand. Um, and uh, so, so would he be a guy that you'd maybe like to see in? He's a veteran. He's had some good years, played with the Cardinals, the Chargers, and, of course, the, the Panthers twice. So tell me what you guys think. You're listening to The Silver and Black today here on Raider Nation Radio. From Stabler to Plunkett and Allen to Jacobs, we've got your Raiders covered on Silver and Black today. Here's your host, Scott Colbranson. Welcome back on this Friday. A little Metallica for you. One of Raider Nation's favorites because Metallica, obviously, they're members of Raider Nation, right? I'll tell you, I saw that that uh, that video. Damon, have you ever seen the video of Metallica playing the tailgate at the Oakland Coliseum? No, I have never. Yeah, you got to check it out. They lit the flame one night, or one game, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Raider Nation, but I think that's exactly what happened. So we're back here, Silver and Black today. Scockle Branson, Damon Cotton, with you on this Friday. We hope you're staying safe out there if you're in parts of the country where it's cold. Um, and uh, we, we have your thoughts, uh, our thoughts are with you, and hopefully you stay warm and your family uh, is safe. That's the biggest thing that we are concerned with because Raider Nation looks out for one another, and we want to make sure you do that. But we're back here, we're talking Raider football. And, um, Damon, I'm telling you, man, I, I think that this, this, this whole thing, you know, a lot of, a lot of fans have been saying, well, when are the Raiders going to do something? When are they going to do something? And of course they signed David Irving, which was a smaller signing. He was kind of already in the fold, so to speak, even though he was a free agent, he was here last year, but now the next couple weeks, my man, you're going to start to see some names hit that waiver wire. And it's going to be one of those things where you ever, you ever be, I don't know, you could be out looking for clothes. You could be out looking at a watch. You could be looking at at a car and you're like, man, I want that car, right? Or I want that pair of shoes, whatever it may be. And then you look at your bank account on your phone and you're like, oof, I can't afford it. And yeah, so life, I, think, yeah. I think Raider fans are going to have to be careful, right, man? Because I mean, you're going to see some of these names that might be perfect fits for the Raiders, uh, but I'll be able to afford them. Um, yeah, that's, that's really, that's the unfortunate part of it because, you know, not being able to afford things, you know, I know that all too well. So, but yeah, when it comes to... <laughs> what do you to- mean? You're in radio. That's where you make all that money. <laughs> yeah, man. When I leave here, I get in my stretch limousine and I go eat a <laughs> bowl of caviar and what, what, what are the other things rich people do? I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I think some of those bigger name free agents that I think that fans are just going to have to, you know, calm down those expectations on who to get and also not want those guys that are over the hill that still have the bigger name. Because one thing that's that I've noticed is like that 2011 draft class, they've got a lot of players that you might think of. You just think about the name and be like, why don't we go get Richard Sherman, Patrick Peterson, J.J. Watt and we'll be set. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but have you seen those? Like, do you are you are you living in the past a little bit? So I think yeah. that some of these like waiver or Deshaun Jackson, oh man, him and Henry Ruggs, the speed would be outrageous. Where it's just like, hey guys, hey, how about you just take it a step back? Every player that has been released isn't a surefire, you know. Just he's going to make the Raiders that much better. No, right, and and but I understand too. You know, Raider fans they just want <laughs> they want guys that are going to fit that are going to especially obviously on defense that are going to fit that defense and are going to give them some comfort that hey, this guy's going to come in and he's going to play. And I've been saying all along and the last several weeks since the season ended that I believe on defense. Yes, I'm I'm fine with them drafting defensive players. They need young guys. You have to constantly replenish because the most valuable thing in the NFL is a is a, a good player on a rookie deal, right? But that said, you, you're not going to be able to go get a top-level free agent at every position of need. So you're going to have to draft. You're going to have to go out and get some level two guys. And I even include Irving, a level two guy, even though he was out of football for a year, because you need bodies. You, know, you have no defensive linemen right now. Now you have Irving and you have Hurst up front. So are you going to bring back McKinley? Are you going to bring back Beasley? Those are some guys that you might have to deal with, and you hope for the best and hope that they come out and, and they're on prove-it deal and they go out and they play balls out and they have an opportunity uh, to, to get the next contract, right? Because that's what they're going to be doing is they're going to play for that next contract. And this is where I think that even though we were making the argument the other day here on the show, Evan and I, that, look, you still have to address some things on offense. Make no bones about it, though. You, you, you have to build up that defense. You have to go get guys who are going to come in and play. They don't have to be the superstar. I do think you need that one big guy on the defensive line, whether it's on the interior or on the edge. More than likely, it's going to be on the interior uh, to come in to take charge of that unit, to be the leader on the field and off the field, the kind of guy that looks across at the quarterback and the quarterback's knees start shaking a little bit. That's the kind of guy that you got to go out and get. So if I'm going to spend the bulk of my free agent money in that area of need, I'm going to do it on one of those guys up front, and then I'm going to go look for a veteran safety uh, to and, and a cornerback, by the way, to, to bolster that, that young defensive backfield so that you have options and that you have leadership there too, because Demon, that's the thing. I think I think the Raiders' young talent has underperformed. I don't think that's because they have a lack of talent. Oh, definitely. I think it's because they just need some maturity. Yeah, they've definitely underperformed, and it's one of those things where you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, they do need to perform better. Where I could one of the big things that I like to go to is um that Tampa Bay secondary that we saw. A lot of those guys are homegrown guys, like um under like two or three years in the league. Winfield being the the only rookie, but we're talking like guys that are two, two or three years in and a rookie that was the, that loaded up their entire secondary. So it's yeah. like young player. We see we see around the league that some young players are able to produce, and it, you know it's just um next next year the the excuses have to run out. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And and that's the thing. I, there, I'm hearing some Raider fans. And listen, I don't because I say I have doubts about players like Jonathan Abram, who was, I think, on our morning show today. Um, that doesn't mean I don't think he's talented and can make it. 
or or that I don't think he's a good player. I just think it's 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 time now. He missed his first year because of injury. He came back this past year and he struggled. Now that some of that's definitely going to be on the scheme, uh, but you just need that level of maturity. And I'm not saying he can't do it. I I tend to believe he will do it, but at the same time, you just get that guy back there. I mean. Every job I've ever had, Damon, I've always had like a mentor, somebody who, even if I had a better skill set than them, or just because of where I was in my career, I was more up to date on things or whatever, and, and I was more focused on the future than they were. I learned so much for them, and they taught me something or many things that helped me get better. And I think that's why bringing veterans the right veterans, to your point earlier, not not some over-the-hill person who's not going to do anything, who's just trying to collect a paycheck, but somebody who's still got something left to give on the field, but also is somebody there who can really guide those young guys and give them advice, and it's going to come from somebody that they trust and believe in because they have similar backgrounds or they play the same position, whatever it may be. But to me, that's important. I mean, we all learn from others, right? Of course, I'm learning right now. <laughs> You know, when you were I'm, talking about, yeah, you've been had jobs and you learn from somebody older and it's like, hmm, you don't say, go on. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. I mean, I'm some, older some, than you? What are you talking fill, about? Somebody's going to have to fill this two to four spot. I mean. <laughs> See, that's what I like. That's 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 what you do. You focus on the big goal, man. Focus on the big goal. But uh, I think some of these guys, I'm I'm intrigued um, about by some of these free agents. And I think that who the Raiders decide, I mean, so much of it's fit, too. I think fans because you hear a name and you know they're a good player sometimes fans forget well yeah but you just don't know like we don't know these guys like they do in the locker room and 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 that's not a bad thing it's not to say like somebody like a Trey Boston is not a good guy or a good locker room guy but maybe you know you bring him in and personality wise he's not the right fit and so I think when you start to look at who the Raiders do go out and sign or talk to, or you hear, hey, they've, they're, they're having conversations with Richard Sherman, or they're in conversations with Marcus May, or whoever they may be talking to, is to remember, if a deal doesn't happen, it's not because the Raiders didn't do well. You have to do your due diligence. Just like when you're hiring in any business, is you got to look for somebody who's got talent. Talent is only one part of the equation. The other part of the equation is the chemistry and also the ability to fit in and 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 do that you know and and there's some players who are very gifted but they're not that alpha dog leader and that's what i think the raiders need i think the raiders have guys who have raw talent what they need is and, and to me by all the comments that came out including the nelson aguilar out uh um uh argument not argument i should say um outburst in the locker room towards the end of the season at the miami game those things are not a negative those things are positive that's a guy who who's not an overall vocal leader but he had enough and i just think you need somebody who's going to be there to stop it from even getting to that point because locker rooms are a subculture they're a small group just like any business just like the radio station there demand at lotus you know lotus has a culture they have people they have different stations and within those stations there's different attitudes and there's different personalities that mix differently with each other and so when you go look for free agents i think the raiders have to be very cognizant of that because the last thing you want to do is bring in some guy who's really talented but he doesn't fit the need somewhere else and while they might play better on the field they don't elevate the play of others around them or they're not a good influence in the locker room and then you're back to square one no 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 i was i was up and with you until you said oh they're playing on the field maybe good no if they're if they're good on the field 
I think the Raiders should just bring him in. Especially on the defense. <laughs> like, like, the no, talent. no, no, no. If it's like a headache or whatever, ah, you know what? Let's just maybe a trial run and let's just see if them if they could work it out. Because uh, I think they need the production more than anything. Like veteran wise, maybe I think a veteran on the secondary, but if it's just like Ah man, this somebody on the defensive line like he doesn't like anybody in the locker room, but he can get ten plus sacks in his sleep. Bring him in. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why I think <laughs> people people talk about uh, talk about guys like uh, Unique Ngakwe and stuff like that who who you know has some mixed reactions from people because um, of of some what some perceived. Again, I don't know. I've not been around the man. I'm just going off of reports about work ethic and stuff like that, and that he's an amazingly talented player. We saw what he was able to do at Jacksonville, and then uh, traded last year, plays for the Vikings. And so, so to me though, a guy like that, yeah, you know, you're getting a talent. It's just, is he going to play up to his full ability? Is he going to, like you said, is he going to give you those 10 sacks or eight sacks or whatever they might think? Um, and then you look at a guy like Deshaun Jackson, whose production has gone down. And I think the, the Raiders, if they can't sign Nelson Aguilar, which will be tough, um, it, it's, um, it, 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 it's, it's really interesting to know whether or not um, a guy like that can come in at 34 years old after not having a couple great years. But remember, Philly was a mess. I mean, you, they just traded their quarterback. A bunch of guys are gone. You had your coach fired. And so is that is that really indicative of what Deshaun Jackson has left? Uh, so I'm interested to hear if Raider Nation out there, our callers are interested in knowing if, or I should say, are interested in the Raiders sign. What about you, DeMond? Would you sign a Deshaun Jackson if the price was right? Yeah, I don't think so. You know, at 34 years old, that's pretty old for a receiver. You know, that speed has to leave eventually. You know, you know how they mm -hmm. always say the cliche, Father Time, you know, is undefeated. So I just don't think it would be that good. And it's just the personality, not so much as like, Oh, blah, blah. I think that, you know, he is one of those receivers that, you know, he's going to want his numbers. He's going to want to be looked at. And I just don't see him be like the Raiders already have the speedster for their for their offense. That's that's going to be Henry Ruggs job. So I don't think that you need to bring in a, a Deshaun Jackson and just try to think that, oh, we can also try to recreate that magic, that lightning in a bottle, because I yeah. just don't think it's there anymore. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. I would not be in favor of signing Deshaun Jackson. Also, I think you're going to see a bunch of receivers hit the market. I really do. I mean, we talked about this whole salary cap thing and what's going on. I think you're going to see a bunch of them hit the market here real soon. All right, we're going to take a break, our last break of this hour. We come back, we'll roll on. 702-365-9200 is the number. You're with Damon and Scott here on Silver and Black Today on Raider Nation Radio. If you believe Tom Brady did fumble and that Franco Harris didn't catch that pass and call it the immaculate deception, then you found the right place. This is Silver and Black Today on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Welcome back. Silver and Black Today here on Raider Nation Radio. That's right, your own station. You are you you are the envy of the entire NFL. No other NFL team has an entire station. They have shows. They have lots of shows. They don't have an entire station. So thanks for being with us, and thank you for uh, all the messages I'm getting uh, about the announcement at the top of the show. So thank you all for that. Uh, really good stuff, and I appreciate that. Um, Scott Branson, along with Demond Cotton here on the show as also a reminder that is also powered by our good friend Sam and Ash, the injury attorneys. You can check them out at samandashlaw.com. 
uh, because you deserve what's right. Also, I have to say, you know, one of the things in in, in staying healthy and really focusing on my health is what I eat. You got to watch what you put into your body. Damon, I know you as a professional wrestler uh, and as a guy who's working out all the time, you do that. And I do that, especially right before my show. I don't have a lunch. I replace my lunch with what the best thing you'll ever take. I'm telling you, and, and there's some tweets from yesterday from listeners who listen to what I say every day about this, and they went out and they 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 bought Dr. Jen's Ultimate Protein Bars, uh, and you can find them at drjensnutrition.com. These things are unbelievable. Great nutrition for the entire family. It's a convenient snack, or like I use it, as I said, for meal replacement any time of the day. Certified gluten-free, all natural ingredients, no artificial sweeteners or sugar alcohols or any of that stuff that's going to make you blow up like a balloon. Uh, contains superfoods like quinoa, kale, and spinach and also it's high in antioxidants and it's formulated to take grace this does not taste like you're eating a piece of wood this is delicious the chocolate peanut butter banana is my favorite it's high in protein including plant-based and grass-fed whey proteins helps you sustain energy no sugar crash get that quality fiber that you need to keep you full. You can also buy them locally. If you're in the Las Vegas area, you can buy them at Vegas Discount Nutrition. Also, you can pick them up at Terrible Herbs convenience stores throughout the Valley. But here's the deal. If you go to drjensnutrition.com and you order them online, like so many of our listeners here on Raider Nation Radio have done over the over the last several months, you go there, use the code SBT10, you will get a special discount just for our listeners, plus you will get free shipping. So check out Dr. Jen's Ultimate Protein Bars at drjensnutrition.com. Dr. Jen, Dr. Andrew, their son Aiden, personal friends of mine, they're also chiropractors here in town. Just the amazing people, and I'm telling you, it matters when you buy products from people, local businesses. Not only that, but they are Raider Nation. They are season ticket holders for the Raiders, lifelong Raider fans, uh, also Golden Knight fans. These are wonderful, wonderful people here in Las Vegas, so check out drjensnutrition.com. All right, we roll on. Also, hey, released today, too, the Green Bay Packers released guard uh, Rick Wagner as well as linebacker Christian Kirksey today. So again, some of these names are starting to hit the street uh, as as cap casualties as the teams in the NFL look at getting to that $180 million uh, floor of the salary cap. And so we're going to do uh, a lot of conversation around that. Eric Edholm from Yahoo Sports is coming up next after the top of the hour break. We're going to talk to Eric about the salary cap from a general perspective, and then we'll get into a little bit of the Raider stuff as well so we can better understand it. And, and, and Damon, get your questions ready, man, because the, the, and I know Damon also does Vinny's show. He produces and, and, and engineers Vinny's show. And Vinny knows a lot more about the cap than I do. But even when Vinny explains it, and Vinny's very good at it, there's still stuff that doesn't click for me. So I'm hoping when you and I talk to Eric, he'll actually clear some more up for us. Oh man, I'm excited, man. This is this oh woo. Yeah, man. I'm excited. You said I was like, oh, I didn't know I, I didn't know I was gonna get these privileges today. That's oh, the yes. bigger shock to me. I was like, ooh, interview privileges. Ooh, of course. Man, I'm gonna have some fun with this. Yeah, no, except you you can't put them in a suplex. 
Yeah, That's I mean, you know, I'm just, you know, just like just drop some things, you know. I've been waiting to do this like all show, but I just haven't had the chance. Like, there's no reason for me to play this. I just wanted to, like, just. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. <laughs> I make you laugh. Yeah, you know, no need to do stuff like this, but hey, I want to. But just play some, st- <laughs> just play some stingers. Why not? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I have some too, right? I mean, even on my end, because I'm in my home studio at home, and 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 this is where you get goosebumps. <laughs> Now tell right. us about the cap. <laughs> That's right. So uh, yeah, it'll be fun though. And and but the cap is 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 hard. I mean, fan. It, it, you think about it as being this kind of thing where um, it's just you you make a number, you make a cut, and you're ready to go. But the reality is, you know, you you sit down, you look at the paper, and you say, "Hi-oh." All right. Anyway, do you even know what that hi-o is? Can you hear that okay? I heard it, but I have it's hilarious, but I have no idea what that's from. Hi-o! Okay, so so for those of us old enough to remember, because Demond's a young man, uh, that is uh, from the Johnny Carson show. Ed McMahon, his sidekick. I know those names. I I yeah. recognize those names. Yes, of course, of course. Oh man, now you're making me feel really old. Yeah, I, uh, sh- but, but I am because I could yeah, be your yeah. father. I've got yeah, I've got nothing to say. Yeah, you're older than my father, so yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's David Lee Roth. Yeah, we're we're just playing sounds now. What the hell? All right. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, this is what happens when it's Friday. And uh, we're getting some we're getting some news dump. Nothing out of the Raiders today. I was expecting. Demond, did you see? Did did you talk about on Vinny's show yesterday too? Uh, the Trent Brown social media post. Uh, no, because I usually check Twitter. This was Instagram. But the the Instagram of him. It's about the name on the back. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, to me, like like I said, I don't read much into that usually. Um, but that one was pretty clear, don't you think? The way he's he's in, he's in business for himself. He's playing for himself. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to insinuate? I'm trying to insinuate that maybe he already knows and maybe they've already decided to let him go. And I'm just waiting. That's what I was waiting for, the news dump today, that maybe maybe the Raiders would make it official, but we still haven't seen anything yet. So we're, they're, they're still wait, we're still waiting. Well, you're going to keep waiting because he's coming back, and he's going to be back better than ever. I've seen a couple of the all-season training videos. You know he's getting after it. He's going to be in the best shape of his life. He hasn't said that. I'm just assuming because that's what you get when you get the training videos. All right, he's coming back better than ever. <laughs> I saw a training video of him, but he was looking at his phone. I don't know if that's really training. Is that training? I, I see the- your training. I see your training videos, and I don't see you uh, like looking at a phone while you're training. I mean, you got to take a break, man. Come on, man. Come on, come on. These, these, this, this, is a, this is a hard professional athlete, top tier, best in the world. All right, everybody needs a little break, you know. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, and then now the we have to Brown take a break defender, from the greatest tra- dog. We have to take a break from the the future star. The future was it? Future stars are wrestling, right? Yes, it is. FSW. Yep, yep. But now I don't have to watch it this weekend because you're not on. I mean, that's yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's where they mess up. It's like, hey, man, I bring in the crowd. I bring in, you know, the viewers. But hey, what do I know? I'm just I'm just a guy. I'm just a worker. 
<laughs> I love it. All right, we're going to take our top of the hour break. When we come back, Eric Edholm from Yahoo Sports will join us. We're going to talk about the NFL salary cap, what it means, what teams are going to have to do, what does the overall league look like, and then we'll drill down on the Raiders and get his view on how the Raiders cap situation sits today at about uh, $13 million over the cap and how they can get underneath that. You're listening to The Silver and Black today with DeMond and Scott here on Raider Nation Radio. Thank <laughs> you. 